right, all right, all right. Well, here it is, the very first low-end podcast featuring your very own Mark Duhan. Or as others in the professional field like to say, Dunan, Duhon, Duman, Dalton. And last night we had a brand new one, uh, Boomin. That's the very first for that one. Um, throughout the years, uh, whenever you go to a restaurant, you know, and you sign in for reservations... They come back with some doozies. Uh, they can't, for some reason, can't pronounce Duhan. Uh, they come up with all these other names. But anyways, so yeah, this is the very first podcast of what I hope to be uh, many others. Um, so basically, what this podcast will be about is a place for me to self-heal, um, talk about things and people I enjoy, uh, do the occasional review. Um, I'd like to play live and recorded music as well um, as my own as well as other musicians, um, friends of mine, or local musicians, or touring musicians, maybe get them to play some live stuff as well. So basically just sit down with friends uh, to hear their story and get to know them a little better. I plan in the future maybe doing a YouTube thing as well at the same time, um, but I don't need to get my you know better equipment and, and just get my feet under me with the regular podcast first. Uh, right now, it's just going to be available through uh, SoundCloud. And once I figure out how to get this thing published to iTunes and stuff like that, I'll push it out to those other podcast uh, entities as well. Yeah, so as far as this podcast goes, um, I'd like to talk about where I've been for the past year. Uh, as some of you may know, uh, on Facebook and such, I've kind of been distant. I had a bit of a nervous breakdown uh, at the beginning of the year back in February and uh, you know I've been dealing with a lot of severe anxiety, uh, stress and depression throughout this year. Um, so I'd like to dive into mental health a little bit, what it's like to live with you know mental health issues. I'm actually going to kick off this podcast just so that out of the gate we're kind of hitting the ground running. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off with a live acoustic performance of a new song. Maybe talk about the state of my band, uh, and then maybe do a quick review at the end. So I don't know how long this one's going to go. It'll probably be pretty quick. But anyways, uh, like I said, I'm going to kick this off with a live acoustic. This is a new song, and it's called Smashing Corgans. That's a working name in progress. progress. But yeah, here we go. All right. Stay the 
So there you go. That's a quick live acoustic song. Uh, and just to be honest and, and fair and clear, I did put a little bit of post uh, effects on the vocals, uh, but that is a live take um, of the new song Smashing Corgans slash whatever we're going to name it whenever we actually name it. Okay, so now that I brought you up a little bit, now it's time to slam you down into the ground with what I've been dealing with for the past year. So mental health. Yes. Uh, So this is something I've dealt with pretty much my whole life. I was always a shy kid, and pretty much the reason I was a shy kid is because I just had this extreme anxiety uh, growing up, and as I became an, an adult and I was kind of forced to be out in the world, um, it, it just exacerbated even more. Uh, it was a hindrance. It, it made it very difficult to, to do anything in public. And for those of you that don't know what that feels like, um, it's kind of like, so just being in public, say something as simple as, or not even in public, just you're in a room. Uh, with multiple people, other people besides yourself. Uh, something as simple as getting up and walking across the room is makes you extremely anxious. You feel like everyone in the room is looking at you, judging you, judging how you walk, um, every step you take, um, everything you say or do. You just feel like you're being judged. And it just it makes things... You know, you it adds to the stress and makes things even more difficult. Now imagine that in a public place where you're out at the store, every little thing you do, whether it's, you know, picking up something, uh, using the card reader at a store, you know, you feel like everybody's watching you, and it just makes life difficult in general. So for the most part, I set up my life to where... I had everything set up for me so that I didn't have to go out into the world, you know, as little as possible. Um, You know, I have workout equipment at the house. I can't even imagine trying to work out in front of other people. That would be very difficult for me to do. Workout equipment at the house. uh, I have my games, like my pool table, my darts, you know, watch movies at the house, little things like that. And, you know, I I married a wonderful woman that is the exact opposite. She talks to people. She knows everybody's life story when we go to the stores. Um, So she kind of brings it out in me. Uh, When we first started dating, I, you know, I didn't want to do holidays. I didn't really want to go over, you know, to see her family, even though they were, they're very supportive and nice people. Just that feeling of you know, that you're going to be judged or whatever made it very difficult to go out. So over the years, I've grown more comfortable. It's still difficult, but uh, I've grown more comfortable being around them and try to be more comfortable around friends and other people. And that's one of the reasons um, I'm in a band. When I was younger, I kind of forced myself to be in a band, which was very difficult for me to do, being up on stage where... Imagine all of that stuff that I just talked about being magnified, you know, a hundredfold. You know, that judging, every little movement you make on stage. I may think I'm, you know, 
rocking out. But then if I watch a video back, it's like I'm barely moving. But anyways, so over the years, I, I got a little more comfortable being on stage. That the whole thing of having the lights that shine in your eyes when you're on stage pretty much makes it to where it's just you and your other bandmates on the stage. You don't see the crowd. You know, so you don't see that they're judging or, or, you know, on the other side, you don't see that they're into the show either. But in the mind of a highly anxious individual, uh, you're feeling like everyone is hating what you're doing. Every little mistake you make, you you feel is magnified. And other musicians probably feel this way, too. Um, But like I said, for me, it's just it's another animal. Yeah. So not to dwell on that, but uh Anyways, I just kind of wanted to go into where I've been this year. Like I said, I I set my life up to make things easier for me, and I did the same at work. Um, I was was lucky enough to get a work-from-home situation to where if I was in the office every Tuesday and Thursday, so I had Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at home to kind of decompress. So if I had a bad day Tuesday or Thursday, um, you know, the next day I was at the house and I didn't have to deal with people directly, you know, and it just made it easier for my life. Well, around June or July of last year, I was moved to a new team within the company and they took all of all of those safety nets that I built for myself. They took all of that away. Um, It forced me to be in traffic longer you know, it was an hour and a half to two hours a day of of driving time, which sitting in traffic, you know, added to the stress. And I was just very unhappy with the work situation. And then the team itself basically just stripped away every bit of confidence I had in myself. You know, and I had been doing the job for 13 years. I was with the company for over 20 years. And they took 13 years of of promotions, of growth, of me being a top performer into I don't know how to do anything, I'm worthless, you know, I'm a piece of shit, so to speak, in their minds. Uh, I shouldn't even be getting the salary I was getting. And they, you know, they were, they just kept piling on and piling on. And I was slowly starting to lose my mind, basically. I was unhealthy, my, uh, my hair turned gray, my hair was falling out, my nails were splitting, um, my blood pressure was through the roof, it was in the 170s, and I just was very unhealthy. And finally, I, I had a nervous breakdown. I couldn't complete sentences, I, this extreme depression, you know, had me where I didn't want to leave the house. For the first few weeks, I couldn't leave the house. I couldn't drive. Um, Everything, the room would spin. I couldn't, I basically couldn't function. Uh, It was very difficult to do anything. Excuse me. And I ended up going out on short-term disability. And in the, in, you know, in the long run, I was out on short-term disability for six months. Uh, And then so during that time, you know, I had to see a psychologist and I had to see a psychiatrist. Um, the psychiatrist, you know, p- 
put me on medication, and it, that was an adventure all in of itself, because you kind of go through this phase of, does this work? What do we need to adjust? And it took a while for me to get adjusted to where something worked for me. You know, I went from <clears throat> extreme depression, uh, where I literally couldn't get out of bed, to uh, to the exact opposite, to where I was super aggressive, um, which, you know, was hard on my family because I was just shouting and yelling. And it wasn't me. It was, you know, it was the pills, basically. It just was making me super aggressive. Uh, at one point, I was super emotional. Um, I'd have a conversation, and we could be talking about, you know, the color of my cup is blue, and I would start crying. I would tear up, and my voice would break, and I'd start crying. It, was, it wasn't fun at all. And during this time, you know, the band was still together, but there was no way. I, I couldn't even go to practice, you know, and there was only one other person there, Sean, my drummer. But that was too much for me to even handle, much less play shows and do all that stuff. After a few months, um, we actually did play a show. I, I forced myself to get out there. I was lucky enough to have a support group around me. You know, a lot of friends showed up. Um, Sean was very helpful, my drummer, and, you know, watching me, making sure everything was okay. Um, I worked with my psychiatrist a lot. Um, she helped, you know, helped build me up and was kind of forcing me to get out there and, and do stuff just to see how I'd react and to get me back on my feet. Um, so there was a lot of me sitting in the car, going through my breathing exercises, um, meditating, just so I could prepare myself for the performance. And I think the performance came off decent. It was, you know, a good enough show. Um, but since then, we haven't played any shows. Uh, we've been, you know, just working on new material. And our goal is to hit the ground running in January. But anyway, I don't want to get into that stuff yet. I want to stay on the mental health part. So if you have any family members or you know anyone that, that deals with depression, anxiety, or extreme stress, please get them help. Um, you know, if you have children, um, just talk to them. Um, you know, a psychiatrist really helped me a lot. I don't, I don't know if the chemical, you know, getting going to a psych, psychologist and you know getting pills and doing all that is, you know, for you. It helped me, but definitely. Oh, there goes Lola snoring in the background. I don't know if you heard that, but anyways, uh, at least going to a psychiatrist where you can talk to someone who understands what you're going through and can help you through the symptoms of what you're dealing with. Uh, if you can recommend that or get your children in that situation where they can get the help they need, I highly recommend that because it's brought me from not being able to function to being a functional adult again. And I, you know, I, it's still there. I still go through it. Unfortunately, I'm without a job right now because of the disability part of it. So I really can't afford to go to the psychiatrist or psychologist. I'm barely able to hold on to 
uh, buying the medication I need to keep me baseline. Um, so this is very difficult around the holidays and it's adding to the depression part for me because of the holidays. And I've always been, uh, the guy, you know, my love language as well as giving gifts for the holidays. So I've always overshot giving my son Dean a lot of, you know, gifts and my wife gifts. Uh, we have a tree for everyone in the family and, you know, it, it's always been each tree was full of gifts underneath there for each person. And this year I'm not going to be able to do that. So it's it's been very difficult for me uh, dealing with that stress and depression of <clears throat> not being able to provide for my family at this time of the year for sure. But uh, back, back to the point I was making, just be understanding. First of all, see the signs, um, you know, that your loved one is dealing with anxiety or stress or depression and just be understanding. Uh, you may not have any of these symptoms. You may not know what it's about or know what those individuals are dealing with, you know, whether it's a teenager, you know, or a child or a family member outside, you know, of your direct family, but just be understanding those people are going through hell every day of their life, every moment of their life with everything they do. So if you can be, if you can't get those individuals help and you can't help them get help for themselves, at least being understanding and not putting them in situations or not being aggressive with them. Oh, well, why can't you do this? You know, this is ridiculous. That doesn't help them. That makes them more stressed out and even more anxious. So just please do that for those individuals. I've kind of had bad reactions and good reactions. So I, I know what it feels like to be on both ends of that spectrum. And that's why I can talk about it and kind of give you that advice. So I think that's it for me talking about where I've been for, you know, for the year, why I've kind of been away from social media and haven't been playing shows. And, you know, that's, that's the reason why. So back onto the band stuff. Um, it's kind of exciting. We've been, because we haven't been out there playing shows, we've really been working on new material and creating a backlog of material uh, for us to eventually play out and record. So the plan is to, starting in January, we really want to ramp up playing shows, get out there with our friends, and just perform. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to get out there and, and do it again. Um, but we have this back catalog of about 20 songs so far that we really want to record. And once I get a job, we're going to start doing that. And hopefully I get a job very soon. Uh, I've been trying to stay positive that that can happen because um, I have a lot of stuff I want to do. And, of course, it takes money to do that. But anyways, so we're going to start off probably recording the drums to every song, as many songs as we can. And then throughout the year, maybe two years, uh, we're going to release, we're just going to do multiple EPs. Uh, probably 
four groups of five songs or maybe five groups of four. And then the, we were talking about it last night. We'd like to record one cover as well to kind of anchor those releases. Every time we release a group, we'll have a cover with them as well. And with all of these new songs, um, how they came about was I was listening to a 90s mix on my iPhone through iTunes. So basically you just you can pick it by year and every song that's in your iTunes library that was made in the 90s shows up in this playlist. And so I was listening to that a lot and the songs that came up really influenced the new songs that I was writing. So this song would be heavily influenced by Soundgarden, this one by Nirvana, this one by Deftones, you know, Sonic Youth, Screaming Trees, whoever. And it really led to each song having its own feel. And that's pretty cool because, you know, usually albums have a same sound, a uniform sound from start to finish. And what we want to do is kind of go rock rock that boat a little bit and let each song be its its what it's supposed to be. So we don't know how we're going to group those songs when we put it out. We may group them by, you know, like a like sound or just say, hey, this song goes with this song, you know, and do it that way. We're also toying with, uh, say, we have a group of songs and it, it's influenced by this artist or, you know, one of these artists. That's the cover we're going to do. Um, and I'm not going to mention names yet. But... Or I'll say one, Nirvana. So we already done some covers of Nirvana. So that would be a good chance that you'd hear a Nirvana cover with one of those releases. And that's pretty much it. The plan, like I said, is to start kicking things off in January. Uh, start booking shows. Hopefully start recording. Start tackling those 20 songs and get that out uh, to friends and family and to the world so that everybody can hear what we've been writing the past however many years, three years or so. Uh, actually, it goes back to about six years, some of these songs. So we're the new tool. We just wait forever to release what we've been doing. But the songs are that good. Uh, we just wanted to you know, hold them back from the public. Just kidding. Okay, so we're pretty much, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about during this podcast. I'm going to keep things short and sweet just because it's just me. And I wanted to talk about those issues we talked about before. Um, so now on to a review. So one of the things that really helped me through anxiety, through the whole process, was CBD oil. Uh, non-THC CBD oil to be uh, exact or more precise just because I've never smoked pot I've never you know used marijuana products um, and for my work situation I didn't want to test positive so I I tried out the non-THC version of CBD and it really really helped me um, it, it lowered that anxiety that I had um, it helped me sleep. 
I have severe back issues and inflammation issues throughout my body. And that it, I went from taking four or five ibuprofen a day to taking none because it just reduced that inflammation and really helped out my physical ailments that I had, as well as mental. So I would highly recommend taking CBD oil. Now, I know that if you're in a state that allows for recreational or medical marijuana, if you were to do an 18 to 2 or 19 to 1, or 18 to 1, 20 to 1 ratio of THC to CBD, the chemical reaction is actually better for inflammation and for those other ailments that you, that you have, but you'll test positive for THC if you're in a job that you know doesn't allow for uh, marijuana use. So just keep that in mind. But you can take the non-THC version of CBD as long as you keep the doses under, I believe it's 100 milligrams a day, which what I was taking was actually pretty high. I was taking the 1500 and I would do uh, drops in the morning and drops at night. And then during the day I was taking gummies. Uh, so for example, a typical day would be, I'd wake up and I'd take a droplet or a drop of, or dropper of CBD during the day, if I had meetings or I knew I was going to have to deal with other individuals, you know, in a stressful situation, I would eat the gummies. And then at night before bed, I would take another droplet uh, to help me sleep. So that was pretty much my regimen. And the CBD that I use is from Nice Dreams CBD. That's N-I-C-E-D-R-E-A-M-S. CBD.com. And for a limited time, or not a limited time, but for now, uh, you can save 20% off of your purchase by simply typing in save 20. So S A V E 20. I actually know the people that I know this company, so I know that the product is very good. It's tested, uh, it's high quality CBD. Not all of your CBD is created equal. Um, you can go to the mall or you can go somewhere else and the CBD is, you know, it's, it's not as healthy. It could have, just like marijuana, it could have chemicals in it and stuff that you don't want. Or the levels, say you want no, no THC, but you get in there and there actually is THC because they mix their fats with other items. So you just want to be careful which CBD you take. So yeah, once again, that's Nice Dream CBD, and the discount is Save20. And, you know, this isn't a paid advertisement. This is what I actually took, and so I just want to make sure that other people know about it and can utilize that as a, a resource um, to help people with high anxiety, <clears throat> high anxiety and pain issues and not being able to sleep. So I can, you know, and this is for all ages, I can re and all ages and for your pets, you can actually put drops in your, in their water and it can help them with inflammation issues. Uh, we give our English bulldog CBD, actually we, all the dogs because they drink the water, 
but we'll put the CBD on his food um, to help with his hip issues or any joint issues that he has because he's a pretty big dog. He's around 70 pounds. So yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say for this podcast. Uh, I hope you, it wasn't too much of a downer, but I just wanted to give everybody an update of where I was uh, for this past year, what I've been dealing with, and also give you a snippet of music. I'm probably not, if I do any more podcasts by myself, which I obviously I'm going to, there may not be a song for every podcast, but uh, maybe I'll release one of the demos we did or something like that just to keep you entertained a little bit. But yeah, so I'm booking other individuals. Uh, I know Sean said he'd come in. Uh, maybe we'll do a live song together. Maybe we won't. We'll see what he wants to talk about. And I put the feelers out to a few other individuals as well. So stay tuned. I don't know how frequent these podcasts will be. Maybe once a week, maybe once every other week. We'll see. Um, But anyways, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everyone for, you know, giving me the time of day and all the support I've had throughout this year. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And with that, I'm going to sign off. And just so you know, the intro song and the outro song is a song called Shower Song. It's one of our songs that we are going to record eventually. So with that said, adios, and hope to hope to talk to you again soon. Later. Later.